Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibility. I say one Mississippi, there's a magnolia. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay. Welcome to Super Talk Outdoors, where, as you know, we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime the world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi. Thanks for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi radio network or on Super Talk TV at Seaspire TV. But if you're listening on Facebook or YouTube or your favorite podcast, it's January the 10th, 2022. Boy, 2022 is already rolling along. Uh, deer, deer and duck hunting uh, in this state are in full swing. It's really a great time of the year. And wow, the crazy weather, man. It's been really incredible. Looks like some cold weather, though, is going to be hanging around for the next week or so. It's going to actually feel a little bit like winter, or, or, or like I like to say, like hunting, at least somewhat. But finally, uh, you know, this past Friday, we got to do some good some good hunting. Bundled up in the stand on Friday afternoon, and then on Saturday was burning up in the stand. So I think a lot of people who've been regular hunters probably know the feeling. Well, it's been sort of the story of this season. As I mentioned last week, the 2022 legislative session started last Tuesday at noon. Then I mentioned also that it's going to be one of the more challenging legislative sessions that we've had in a long, long time for a host of reasons, not the least of which is the pandemic and other challenges that we've had along the way. Uh, I'm going to leave that that uh, up to my partners in broadcast, Paul Gallo and Gerard, to talk about the details of the session as the session goes along. But here on Super Talk uh, Outdoors, we're going to, from time to time, talk about why what happens in Jackson matters to you as outdoorsmen and women. One issue, as I mentioned last week, that we're going to be watching really closely is the Mississippi Outdoors Stewardship Trust Fund. This is actually a once-in-a-generation opportunity for Mississippi to invest in the outdoors. We're actually currently, Mississippi is falling significantly behind other states now <clears throat> because they are making big time investments in the outdoors. And uh, since we're the capital of the outdoors in the United States, we should be leading, not falling behind. That, that bill actually passed the House last year, 117 to two, but uh, it stalled in the Senate. So we're gonna be watching that bill get reintroduced and we'll be watching it pretty closely. We've got a great show today. We're going to be visiting in the first segment with uh, outdoorsman Trent Malloy. And in the second half, we're going to be visiting with Colonel Jerry Carter, who's Chief of Law Enforcement for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. So now let's move over to my friend Trent Malloy and say good afternoon, Trent. How are you doing, buddy? How are we doing today? We're good on for Monday. Yeah, we're doing great. We're doing great. Listen, uh, we're, people are going to understand this a little bit better here in just a second, but I mentioned to you when we were off the air that if you want someone to do something, find a busy person to do it. That kind of defines you. And the way, here's what I would describe. I say, first of all, you're a native of Laurel. 
and you're the president of a fourth generation family owned business, Laurel Machine and Foundry Company. When I look at your bio, you've been involved in uh, your community in so many different levels. You're involved in multiple industry trade groups simultaneously. Uh, and you're a member of the board of the Foundation for Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Um, <laughs> you're, you're a busy person, aren't you, buddy? Yeah, just a little bit, but uh, it keeps us young. So where did your love of the outdoors come from? As always, I mean, for a lot of us, it comes it comes for our parents. I mean, definitely my father. That was one of the things is that he grew up uh, on the Pascagoula River. They had a fish camp. I grew up down in uh, Mary Walker Marina when I was a very, very small child, uh, fishing out of there, uh, dove hunts, uh, you know, all over Friends Fields in South Mississippi. So, it, you know, at, at a young age, uh, we really got to enjoy the outdoors and I am very lucky to have had that planted at an early age because I, I have a 16 year old who is absolutely eat up with it. He'd rather be outside and either fishing or hunting than inside on an Xbox or a PlayStation right now. So I'm, uh, and he wants to hang out with me, which is always a plus right now. I am not that uncool yet. I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> Well, you know, I always, well, first of all, is it related to my outdoor enjoyment? I always said about my love of the outdoors, it kept me out of trouble. It probably saved me, you know, as I was growing up. And then I think about it with my sons and my daughter, uh, the time we spend in the boat together or the time that we spend outdoors together. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's just incredible. I, one of my sons has gone off to New York. He lives in New York City now, but it's still his love of his mother, you know, of course. <laughs> And his love of the outdoors, it brings him home. And it's, it's I mean, it's kind of the glue it's, that keeps us together. And it's the magnet that draws us back to the coast and uh, and up to the Delta where we have a place. Uh, you see that, don't you? Definitely, I'm, and I'm, I'm kind of laughing because I've got a daughter that's in school at Fordham in Manhattan. And literally she was, she's flying back out tomorrow after being home for Christmas. But yesterday we're on the Flares Ranger in the rain riding around and she's with me uh putting out you know uh, relaying the feeders and everything uh for one last run uh for january and i was laughing and i was like i was like baby girl i said i said you got some good stories to tell that you're gonna go from being in the mud in Petuta, mississippi to being in the concrete in manhattan in a very very in less than 36 hours and she says I don't think a lot of my other friends back home are doing this right now. So uh, it, it's, it's great to go, be able to go to both worlds. Wes, well, neither. I didn't know that your daughter was there, but I, I said to my son when he was home for Christmas, he spent uh, we spent a week together up at our place in the Delta, and I said, "Man, it's a long way from." Mississippi Delta to New York City, isn't it, buddy? <laughs> it's closer than you think, he always reminds me. But, you know, I, I had the opportunity to work for uh, the Newhouse family for, for Advanced Condé Nast. That's where I spent the majority of my, you know, the last part of my career. So at least once a month, I was, I was up in uh, New York meeting with them for board meetings or, or, or different meetings. I, it's a good place to visit. But it's not a place I'd want to live. But my son loves it there. I'm assuming your daughter does as well. My daughter does. And then when I take my son off, I said, if we're out walking and not in Central Park, he's like, there's not a lot of trees. Don't see any squirrels. It's about time to go home. <laughs> and so he's kind, he's kind of like me. He likes to visit, but uh, he sometimes he, he's, he's ready to be back out. And uh, but there seems to be a lot more oxygen. Hey, look, look, the last couple of weeks for me, uh, Trent, has been pretty, it's been a great reminder of this sort of generational 
uh, importance of the outdoors. I had a I had a hunt a couple of weeks ago with a, a young man by the name of, of Jackson Dunn. His father's Clint Dunn, and uh, Clint and his brother Travis are really good friends of ours. They're farmers up there. We we lease some farms from them, and they're just really really good friends. And Jackson's such a bright young man. Love being with him. But to, when I'm sitting with him, and and hunting with him. Just to see him talk about what the outdoors means to him and pulling out his phone and showing different pictures and trail cam pictures and all that. And then my son last Monday, my son last Monday had this goal to shoot a buck, a shooter buck with a 16 gauge single shot Winchester, which is, was my grandfather's. And it, that means he had to hunt from the ground. And he called me at about 4.30, my phone lit up. And, and uh, I told him, I said, that's Jordan calling because he'd been texting me obviously during the hunt. And he couldn't hardly catch his breath, man. He had killed a beautiful eight point and he had reached his goal of, of, of catch, you know, shooting this buck with his grandfather's gun. And then last weekend, I had the opportunity to hunt with my friend Mark Creech and his father, Ed, who's Ed's in his 80s and can run circles around most of us. But, you know, all these, just in the past two weeks, this opportunity to be reminded about the generational importance of the outdoors. Um, Man, we, that's, that's the, that's, I can't say how important that is, can I? It's absolutely amazing. And I will say that, it, it, that we're in a, we're very, very lucky and blessed to be, I guess, to have some friends with some really, some really nice hunting places up there, up in the Delta. And we've been up there and I've taken my son up there and I'm like, man, I'm, we're going to go hit, you know, go to whatever, wherever we're going to go to go out duck hunting the next morning. And there were there's a lot of older gentlemen, like I say, as they're getting in their 80s and stuff like that. And they're like, I oh, know your son's, you're not going with us, but your, your son, who was 15 at the time, is going with us. And so my son got to sit around the blind with these people, these, these gentlemen he didn't even know. And he had one of the best times of his life. They're, and they were telling him stories. And I mean, the, the, the guns that they had, the stories behind them, and these are very successful gentlemen down in, in South Alabama, around Mobile, places like that. And, and my son Henry didn't know them from Adam's house cat. But it, but it is, they, he gets to be around people that he does not normally get to be around and gets to learn, uh, I mean, all kinds of things. I mean, hunting at that point is almost secondary. Uh, so it, it, I, I'm very excited that, you know, that when things like that happen. And it's usually very it's spontaneous. It's, there was no plan this was going to happen. I thought I was going to get to hunt with him. Well, guess what? He probably had a better time hunting, hunting with a bunch of old men. Uh, he thinks I'm old. I don't know what he how old he thinks somebody uh, <laughs> eight, 85 years old is. But uh, he had a great time. Learned learned some life lessons, and it, it's stuff like that is just fantastic. Well, look, we're coming to the end of this segment together, but we're talking with Trent Malloy. He's just a terrific outdoorsman. He's a member of the, uh, the board for the Foundation for Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. When we come back, we'll talk about, I sense, too, that he's got a little bit of salt water in his blood. And now that I've heard about Mary Walker uh, Marina, I, I see where that probably came from. But we'll, uh, we'll continue the conversation with Trent, talk about our love of the outdoors, talk a little bit more about the foundation and why he's involved in the foundation. But we'll see you after this break. Mississippi 
Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. This is Beth with The Range by Jimmy Primo's here in Gludstadt. My dad Jimmy is off hunting again, so I decided to start 2022 by extending the 20% discount on our annual memberships and 15 to 20% off on our firearm classes, including our firearm simulator that is great for friends and family wanting to try their skills at real-life home defense scenarios or good old firearm competition. Come see us soon. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have my friend Trent Malloy, who is an outdoorsman in Mississippi. He's from Laurel. Uh, got a lot of things going on in his life, but like a lot of busy people, man, not only do you find time to enjoy the outdoors, but you also find the time the time to give back and we'll talk a little bit more about the foundation in a second but but Trent picking up from that theme just a second ago you were talking about sort of the serendipity of the moment when your son was asked to go duck hunting with those older men and the opportunity for them to share with him and him to learn from them 
some people who who think about hunting, they only think about you know the taking of the animal, and they don't understand or don't appreciate the, the, all these like surrounding life lessons. If I never pull a trigger, I'm 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 completely fulfilled every opportunity I get to spend time with family and friends. But that's what it's really all about, isn't it? By far, and like I said, as I was saying earlier, I was I was laughing at a friend. I was talking about what a you know we'd gone deer hunting with some, some friends at a buddy's place over near Port Gibson, and after my third day, I had to leave. And he's like, "Well, at least you didn't screw up a good deer hunt by killing the deer." And I, I, I laughed. I'm like, they kind of puzzled me for a second, and then after dwelling on it about thirty seconds, I said, "You know, it's kind of absolutely right." I said, "That's that's a lot of work when you when you actually kill the deer, but uh, all the camaraderie and 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 everything else you do up to that point." It's really what it's about uh, is, and once again, is I get to be with friends that I don't get to see every day and I get to spend long weekends with them. Uh, and it's a wide spectrum of folks from all, I mean, I say that some of them are all over Mississippi, some of them are all over the United States that come and ebb and flowing out of some of our clubs and some of the places that we hunt. And it's just a fantastic thing. Yeah. Uh, and and my, and my kid is, is getting to learn some life skills and he's drugged by godson who lives down in Sarasota, Florida. I mean, uh, down in uh, Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, he started dragging him up to the Delta, and they're getting me. They're they're teaching these Florida boys exactly what, what the Delta is about, and they've had some their eyes open. They've learned what duck what, what duck hunting really is, uh, as opposed to shooting a few woodies <laughs> down down in the marsh outside of Delta. Well, that 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 is for sure. And, and as I mentioned, you you do you do have salt water in your blood, uh, but when you when you take the total Mississippi experience, whether it's the saltwater fishing off the coast, which we have some of the best in the world because of what we have access to, and then the Delta in Northeast Mississippi and the uh, the uh, the uh, turkey hunting, all in between. I mean, you I mean, you understand why I say Mississippi is the capital of the outdoors in the in the United States. I mean, that's a fair statement to make, isn't it? Very much so, and I, I mean, I'm. You know, sometimes I roll my eyes, uh, you know, sport, and I'm not picking on my Louisiana friends, but, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, we're the redheaded stepchild because, you know, they're like, oh, sportsman's sportsman's paradise and all that. But, you know, I, I feel like the duck hunting and the fishing and the deer hunting. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm just paying attention more, but the, the deer I have seen on social media killed in Mississippi this year and even down in Jones County, I am like, holy smokes. I said, I don't know if everybody has just kicked up their conservation game or, or what, but I, I am utterly convinced we're in a great spot for, for the market. saltwater fishing or freshwater uh, duck hunting, deer hunting, uh, what have you. We're just in a great spot, and we're very lucky to have what all we've done. I think we, we, you know, coming back to your point about the pictures that have been posted, one is I think we're in an amazing spot. The genetics are incredible. But on top of that, I think that the Mississippi Department of Wildlife Fisheries and Parks over the last few years have done a great job of helping people understand if you let, if you pass on deer, you know, for a long, long time ago, you were lucky to see an antler deer, much less shoot one. 
but you look, you know, fast forward through today, the amount of education, the, the amount of awareness around what, it, what really constitutes a deer in its prime, a deer when it's reaching its potential. The department's done a great job of helping to educate people, and we're all benefiting now from, from that education, aren't we? I, th I think so. I mean, you know, uh, is that, you know, I say this, but my son used to, is that, you know, if he saw an eight point, it was, it was going to get smoked. <laughs> and now <laughs> it's like, uh, and, uh, we, you know, we, we, once again, we, we've been doing, you know, we, we've gone to the department and asked them for some ideas on what we should plant and when we should plant. Because once again, I don't have an agricultural background in the metal world. And so they've helped us. And I think they've helped us at our property, uh, definitely uh get our antlers uh going in the right direction uh and then for the folks that that and that's just do this part time i mean we, we do it ourselves we don't have anybody that does it for us but there, there's some great folks um and i will say this they've got some great programs is that i, I dropped my son henry off when he was 13 at a waterfowl uh weekend that the department was putting on uh, up in the Delta, and there were 12 or 13 kids that didn't know each other from Adam's house cat. Some of these, these kids, some of these had never even picked up a gun before, and they got to spend two nights, and the officers trained them. It didn't, it didn't matter from how to shoot a gun, how to identify ducks. They took them out, you know, uh, and did the biology side of it. And I mean, I'm gonna say that's probably one of the things that that, that fired my child up so much. Uh, and he got to meet Howard. He's got these wildlife officers, and hey, they're not. I mean, used to be you're like, oh. Make sure your plug's in the gun. Make sure we got our license. And now he knows a lot of these guys by names. And, uh, and, and if he sees them and, and, and is gets to talk to them. So it, it's been great because, once again, you learn that these are good people, that they're great people, and they're wanting to help, you know, uh, conserve our wild Mississippi and, and that actually help you have a better time out there, too. Yeah, it really is. I actually had John Grucci on last week. He's head of the private lands program for the department. And I've had a string of others from the department. I have Jerry Carter coming up here shortly, who's head of, of law enforcement. But we're lucky to have such a such an able group. And, you know, I, again, coming back to you and, you know, you've given to the community, you've given to your trade organizations, but you've also given to the outdoors community. What is it that drives you to want to be involved in the Foundation for Wildlife Fisheries and Parks? And I guess you get to a certain age in your life is that is that you know you you do want to give back to your community and various people do it in various ways so depending on you know if they're in a Rotary Club or Kiwanis or things like that or maybe they're serving on the board at, at uh, you know at BIPEC in Jackson or sort of something like that but you, you know I I really enjoy the outdoors and it's a good group of folks and I had I had one of my good friends was on the board and he kind of drove me into it kicking and screaming and I'm like this is the last thing I need to do is be on another board and I said all they want to do is want more money and I'm like I don't and I'm still on a lot of boards I'm still on too many boards but this is my favorite board because it, it is you get to see you know the work that you do is actually doing some, something good be it archery in schools uh the shooting programs things of that nature you, there, there's a very tangible uh you know asset that you get to see be it i mean once again the playground uh, up in jackson that blue cross blue shield helped us out with you know uh the uh new wildlife agricultural expo that we've partnered up with uh with commissioner gibson with these things we see happening and we see that they're doing good for the conservation 
of, of wildlife and lands in Mississippi. And that essay, it's, it's a lot of these other ones, you sit, sit on a boardroom and you look at a whiteboard and, and you really don't see, and, and whether you're doing good, it's kind of hard to see the, the fruits of your labor. Uh, working on the foundation and being there, you, you get to see, uh, sometimes it's like drinking from a fire hose, but you get to see uh, and meet some really good folks with these programs. But what you've been able to do, I've noticed, uh, and doing my research and, and obviously being in, in touch with members of the foundation, the opportunity to help, you know, of course, it's separate from the department. It's a separate org organization raising money, not only to fill the gaps for the department, but also to do other things as well, having to do with education, uh, outdoors education, or, or maybe it's issues orientation. Uh, you know, you, from time to time, you guys will get locked in on an issue, and that's important as well. But, you know, it's great when you see this group of people come together, all busy, all successful people who are just giving back in a way that says we're going we're gonna to make sure that we're able to maintain our status as one of the top outdoor places in the United States. And when you get a sense of that and you get and you sort of catch that enthusiasm from the people on the board, it's hard not to be involved. Very much so. It is. It, it, everybody feeds off of each other, and we have some really exciting people on the board, uh, and they are usually very very fired up. Uh, and everybody kind of has, uh, I mean, they're, they're different pockets. I mean, some of it is archery, some of it is being uh, on some of the landowner issues. Uh, and, and it's just a wide spectrum of folks, but everybody is, is and I say that our board is a working board. And that's one thing we tell new board members. This is not, so, and I don't know why you would need this on your resume, but this isn't some fancy thing like, oh, look, I get to be able to. Uh, I, I, we probably put more hours in than I think I've been a lot of other boards combined. Uh, but it, it's fun. Uh, I, I got to meet you. I mean, uh, you and I were yeah. standing on the wall at the Heritage 100, and uh, we started talking. I'm like, holy smokes, this guy, he, he's been a lot of places I've been, and then maybe a few more. And so, uh, <laughs> especially when we started talking about the coast. So it was, uh, I mean, you get to meet some great folks that you usually don't see. I mean, we don't get to run into Jackson folks a lot being down here in the Free State of Jones. Uh, we're kind of talking the Neverland between the, the coast and the capital, but when we do, it works out really well. With Trent Malloy, it's been a pleasure to, to visit with you and get to know you better, share just uh, some outdoor conversation with you. And uh, good luck to you as you continue on in your fourth generation family owned business and uh, continue your good work with the foundation. We appreciate you. All right, Ricky, I thank you very much. I appreciate it. And uh, we will talk to you soon, I guess. You bet, you bet. Hey, when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation with Colonel Jerry Carter, head of, head of uh, law enforcement for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. At Alliance Ag Risk Management, our slogan is hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Whether it's using our bottom line ag app to create a personalized crop marketing plan, partnering with our agents to identify the right policy to minimize risk against the perils of high value production, or just having someone to talk to in a time of need. We're dedicated to coming alongside you to take emotion out of the equation and maximize your hard earned profits. Alliance Ag Risk Management, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. 
When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Les England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. Attention! If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. No Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our weekend special. Save up to $1,000 on Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds. Plus special financing. Ends Monday. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Most state lawmakers will tell you the number one issue they hear from constituents is vaccine mandates. Representative Don Eubanks told us he's got four or five different bills that address different aspects of that. One of them is no patient left alone. I never want to hear from another person how their loved one died alone in, in a hospital bed and they couldn't even go in and see him. Uh, my mom personally has a friend whose husband refused to go to the hospital even when he was really bad with COVID because he did not want to die alone. The bill would guarantee the right for at least one person to be with their loved one regardless of whatever executive order or mandates are in place. New Orleans will host a second line to honor the late Betty White, who would have turned 100 this month. A celebration of her life will take place January 17th at 4 p.m. They're going to be collecting dog toys that will be donated to a rescue center in New Orleans. I'm Kelly Bennett. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them. 
to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire or Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASE certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Center offers lube, oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires. Just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Kudzu Walls and Fall Football, a Gulf Coast sunset. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I really enjoyed that conversation with Trent Malloy. We have so many dedicated outdoorsmen in this state that are going beyond the call of duty to help our help sort of strengthen is probably a good way to say it. Our ability to enjoy the outdoors and the foundation that sponsors this show, incidentally, uh, the Foundation for Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks is just one of those organizations. We'll be talking to volunteers from other organizations as we go forward because we, we're lucky. When you you take the conglomerate of of uh, nonprofit organizations that are focused on the outdoors, you bring them together in coalitions along the way, man, you touch a lot of people and you get a lot of good stuff done. That's That's really, really important. So now let's move on to my new friend, Colonel Jerry Carter, who's Chief of Law Enforcement for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. How you doing, Jerry? Doing good, Ricky. How about yourself? Good morning. It's good to see you. Man, I was so interested in reading about you. Um, you, uh, you know the Morgan City area of LaFleur County really well. You had five, there were five boys in your family. That's correct. Yeah, so you had four brothers. That had to have been wild. It, it, it was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> so you went to LaFleur County High in Itabina. You went to Mississippi Valley State uh, University. Uh, but you grew up loving the outdoors, didn't you? That is correct. Uh, born and raised in the Mississippi Delta. Of course, uh, uh, all your life you're exposed to the outdoors where I, where I grew up at in the rural part of the, uh, of the county. Uh, we did a lot of uh, hunting and fishing, um, uh, fishing and rabbit hunting, all of the above. So they had a love for the outdoors and fascinated with nature and just grew up around it. So it's been been in my been with me for all my life. Well, I have uh, farmers who live in Itabina, um, the Dunn family and uh, Travis Dunn and Clint Dunn and that family who we leave some farms with, Lee Abraham and Sam Abraham, I'm sure you know them well. I'm very well. But, uh, we love spending time out there, man. We we, we have a, a place up in Chula and then we have another one in Minner City. And then uh, and then that area between Arizona, between uh, Greenwood 
and uh, kind of skir skirts on side and then up into the hills a little bit. But, yes. you know, I, I tell you, you know, in the summertime, I love being offshore and fishing the backwaters of, of coastal Mississippi. And in the in the wintertime, I can't wait to get back to the Delta. It just it somehow gets in your blood, doesn't it? It does. It does. Uh, the Mississippi Delta, it's, it's a unique area. Uh, I tell a lot of folks uh, we're, we're, we're real good down-to-earth people there in the, in the Mississippi Delta. Uh, of course, if you can get by the mosquitoes, in the summertime you <laughs> <laughs> well that's same thing true for the coast for sure but you know if i look back in your career man you've been director of communications you've been involved in education on so many different fronts uh you've been an emergency management uh coordinator i mean you really worked hard over those years to to really learn the agency learn how to not only protect and conserve the outdoors but to make it safe for people who enjoy the outdoors, that is um, your, your whole life has been sort of de your at least your adult life has been dedicated to that, hasn't it? Yes, sir, it has. I started in the agency back in 1988. Uh, started out as an officer there in Lafleur County, uh, trained by I would have to say some of the best officers. Uh, I call them legends in my area uh, that that trained me and uh, worked with. They had the privilege to work with uh, a lot of good officers in that area. I uh, learned a lot from them. Uh, I got experience on the Mississippi River, <clears throat> all the above. So was trained by some good officers during my my time there uh, as a county officer. And uh, as uh, gradually I went up through the ranks and uh, got involved in other projects, served on the uh, our covert team as well. And uh, when we started it out, um, uh, also with the uh, uh, the Honor Guard, uh, started that program back up where we, of course, we do funerals for fallen officers and we do an annual a fallen officers memorial here where we honor our uh, officer that paid the ultimate sacrifice well to, to sort of work your way up and become the chief of enforcement um and it's got to be very inspiring to you now to be in that position and look at all these uh, well over 100 officers that work with you on a day-to-day -day basis not just not not counting the administrative staff yes, but you're you're really surrounded with some super dedicated people that's got to be inspiring to you that that means a lot uh, when when you're in the position and uh, where I'm at is a lot of responsibilities and with that you need support and you need to help <clears throat> and I am grateful for the staff that I have here I got a assistant chief now uh, Lieutenant Colonel Scotty Jones he's my he's my go-to guy uh, and he has uh, other officers uh, in the uh, law enforcement here at headquarters that works under not only him but myself as well and I got a great team here we just finished up training I've got a good TAC officer that's over the training I've got a uh, uh, officer that deals with investigations I've got my man I guess say the one of the main important people which is uh, the guy that sees the budget uh, <laughs> <laughs> he takes care of us and also have uh, uh, my captain here with the SRT so we got a good staff and then express on out into the field and in all the regions uh, I've got a good group of majors uh, that oversee uh, the central, north, and south region, uh, along with their their captains and lieutenants, all the way down to the field officers. So it is a great structure that we have here. Uh, a good group of men and women in this agency that wear the green and gray and and make this agency what it is. And we're moving it well, forward. Well, I've had a number of representatives from the from the department on recently. Had a one show that we just dedicated to safety. Uh, I mean, people have a tendency just to forget the basics, man. They get what happens is, even I don't care how experienced you are, you get you get lax 
you know, people forget to unload a gun, for example, or check a stra- check a strap on a on a on a lock on, or or leaning ladder stand, or any number of other things like that. But I had uh, Megan Fadrick on, and and also had Dean Hudson on, and Chris Reed. They all represented you and the department extraordinarily well. But it is amazing, though, how how if we don't stay focused on it how how lax we can get and how dangerous i mean we can be just around the corner from a disaster when we are typically some of the most safety conscious people in the world you got to keep that stuff front 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 and center don't you that is correct yes sir uh during my course of the of my career in conducting and teaching honor safety class i say this when uh we would have some of the older the, the parents would bring their kids to the hunter safety class and they sit in with us as well and, and get that experience because there are some areas uh, where when they go out of state, automatically the adults uh, have to have the uh, hunter education uh, to hunt in, in other states. But with that being said, when uh, the class is over with or when the classes take a break, a lot of the seniors or older uh, family members would come to me and say, you know what, I've been doing this wrong all the time and this education program has really opened up a lot of knowledge for me to go a different route. So yes, hunter education is very important. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's, um, it is it is definitely needed <clears throat> here in our state. Uh, it helps us to try to get our sportsmen to be responsible, to uh, yeah. uh, be sure of their their safety uh, of it, uh, the, from equipment all the way down to the weapon itself, to get them to get knowledgeable about that. It is very important. Right now, we have uh, we just recently uh, recorded now a hunting accident uh, this past uh, weekend, uh, which gives us eight hunting accidents, and sad to say, one of them resulted in a fatality. Uh, and there were some hunter errors and. Uh, break of harnesses and all that. So we, we tell our, 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 our students in the classes, you know, get to know your weapon, get to know your equipment, uh, treat every gun, every weapon as if it was loaded, uh, separate your ammunition from your, from your, uh, from your weapon, uh, be sure your target uh, and beyond. Uh, we teach that a lot in our hunter safety classes, and we know I, I call it. I know some of the uh, sportsmen they get what we call book fever, and they just they just have tunnel vision, and all safety and and all what you've been taught kind of goes out of the door. But we 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 stress it a lot to our sportsmen. That's uh, the 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 thing about being safety when you're out there in the field. When, I, there are two cases, Jerry, that I'm aware of. One last year, and one this year, where. Uh, in one case, a gun was loaded and it shifted in the back of a truck and went and it went off and no one was shot, thank God. Yes. And the second incident, someone was unloading a gun and it went off and it went through several walls and ricocheted and, and a fragment hit someone in the thigh. Mm-hmm. But um, and in and, and both cases, the people involved were some of the most safety conscious people I know. Uh, yeah, that's the point I want to make. And one of the one I, I, mine is kind of a family and friends kind of group that I put together to, to be able to lease this land and enjoy hunting with them. But so, but I have a rule, you know, you gotta get, guns gotta be unloaded. As soon as you get done hunting, that, unload your gun. Not, I, that doesn't mean uh, one out of the chamber and keep them in the clip. That means completely unloaded. And when you come, when you come into the camp, that breach has to be opened. Mm-hmm. And if you see a, a gun without the breach open, you got to check it. That, that's we we kind of running around checking each other. People say, "Well, I, I'll just go keep my gun in the in, in the truck." No, no. Actually, I want you to go through the 
the the the paces of uh, of making sure that gun's loaded. Bring it into the camp mm -hmm. so we can make sure you're not making a mistake. It could shift in your truck if it's loaded, and come through the wall of the camp, and then we can have a. Tr you know, th these are all incredibly viable <laughs> things that have happened before, as we all know. So you can't be too safety conscious. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the things that are going on this season. We talked about some of the injuries that have resulted, but we're going to get just kind of a overall assessment of how this hunting season is going so far from Colonel Jerry Carter, who's head of chief, or chief of law enforcement for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. We'll see you after this break. SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 53. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 31. Your Tuesday brings sunny skies, high near 54. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 33. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 58. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. Join us at the fabulous Mayflower Cafe in downtown Jackson for lunch daily. Specials include Wednesday pot roast, Thursday chicken and dumplings, and everyday grilled catfish. The Mayflower serves the freshest seafood for lunch and dinner, Tuesday through Friday, and dinner only on Saturday. BYOB, the Mayflower Cafe, downtown Jackson, a Mississippi tradition since 1935. Get a bottle of our world-famous comeback dressing and a gift card. The perfect gift every time. Engagements offer the promise of eternal love. Confirm that inspiration with a stunning diamond from All Britons. Every stone is carefully selected for its color, cut, and clarity. From classic solitaires to multiple stone selections, All Britons offers the latest designs celebrated for splendor and value. All Britons, four generations strong and still Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Feel more Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. 
Do you have taxiety? That uncertain feeling before doing your taxes? Filing on your own or choosing the wrong partner can be stressful. Connect with Liberty Tax and then just breathe in and cash out. Pay no out-of-pocket expenses. Sounds like a mantra. Visit StopTaxiety.com to schedule your appointment and say farewell to the stress of tax season. Liberty Tax. Let's end taxiety. At participating locations, terms and conditions apply. See store for details. How did Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impact rural broadband internet? In January of 2019, Governor Phil Bryant signed a law allowing our state's 25 electrical cooperatives to offer high-speed internet options. Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation lobbied in support of this bill to improve the quality of life for all Mississippians. Because when Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Mississippi offers some of the best hunting to be found, and it's a huge part of our lives this time of year. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services, urging you to hunt safely this season. Many hunters are killed or left with a disability due to the misuse of firearms. Don't be one of them. Remember to treat all firearms as if they're loaded. Be sure of your target, what's in front of it, and what's beyond it. And when you're not using your firearms, make sure they're unloaded. This hunting season, remember to shoot for safety first. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's cut walls and fall football. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I'm thrilled to have my friend Jerry uh, Carter, Colonel Jerry Carter. He's Chief of Law Enforcement for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And let's, let me just, we'll circle back for one second. One of the things we were saying during the break as it related to safety is that, you know, really the way I would just, what, the way I would say it, Jerry, is that there's literally no margin for error. There's no margin. You can't make a mistake. A lot of times, if you just make a mistake in life, that okay, I'm gonna learn from that mistake. I'll move on. Kind of mistakes you see that people make can oftentimes lead to a serious injury or even death. So, I can't emphasize this whole notion of there's not a margin for error enough. Can I? Cannot, sir. Yeah, our sportsmen have to realize once once that shot is fired, you can't call it back. And uh, we 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 uh, pray that. Uh, through that that unfortunate accident, it doesn't result in injury or or death. So we we stress again to our sportsmen out there: be make sure your weapon is always unloaded, separated from from the from the weapon, uh, the ammunition in your gun. Make sure they're separated. And what you stated earlier, what you all are doing in your deer camp, I think that is a great idea. What you're doing, and I wish yeah. other deer camps hopefully will follow lead on that as well. And all follow yeah, suit. That, so so important. So you're over field operations for the entire state of Mississippi. You've got conservation office officers literally in every nook and cranny around this state when you guys talk to them how do you assess the way the season's going so far 
Well, uh, we, we, we talk with our, we, we get a weekly report <clears throat> from, uh, from the field, uh, uh, from, our, from our majors on, uh, to here in the headquarters, and we, we assess it from there, what's actually going on. I, myself, along with the lieutenant colonel, <clears throat> we take the opportunity, we go out in the field, and we see hands-on up front. You know, I want to get out and still see if I still got it in my blood, you know, the, the enforcement side of it, but uh, just to get a feel from them what's going on out there, what's the need, uh, what our officers need to, to make sure that they're doing their jobs effectively and professionally, how we're serving the general public, how we're answering calls and complaints. Uh, we, we assess all of those things because we want to make sure that not only the safety side of it, we want to make sure that our sportsmen are abiding by the laws of this state to, uh, to help us in preserving the resources. Hey, one of the, one of the things I learned in my conversations with your team is that one of the biggest violations that people don't have a hunting license. That, I mean, I mean, kind of sort of the, the basic requirement and helps support efforts in the state to conserve the outdoors. But it's important to own a hunting license, isn't it? That is correct. Uh, of course, our, our license is a year after the data, during the data purchase. Uh, sometimes they just forget, you know, I, I've, I've came across that situation. I thought I bought my license and no, sir, you didn't buy them. And so uh, we end up, we have that biggest problem and we always encourage them, you know, during the season, uh, before and during the season is call that one 800 go hunt purchase a license online over the phone and uh, you can go that route so so definitely that is one of the biggest problems we run into on the enforcement side they don't buy the license <laughs> the, the other thing i learned is that people still this whole notion of hunting over a pile of corn that's still people still wanting to do that uh, it's, it's in some cases a hard habit to break but it's against the law isn't it <laughs> it, it is uh, definitely we uh, we do allow supplemental feeding in our state um, uh, but uh, we do have people that kind of get a little bit carried away with it and uh, of course we are really seeing numbers increasing on that and thanks to our guys on the enforcement efforts that they're doing and I'll say this also the the information we get from the general public they have been fantastic and reporting those violations to us where uh, we can't be everywhere. So we are grateful for our, our sportsmen uh, that call us and tell us where, you know, there may be some uh, illegal activity as it relates to the supplemental feeding by them not abiding by the guidelines that set forth. Are you guys able to do aerial surveys on that? It, it depends. Uh, we do have a, a GIS team here with our agency uh, or officers may go other uh, means to try to locate any type of uh, uh, baited area <clears throat> uh, through aerial search. Uh, but mainly we do a lot of it just by on the ground level and by the reports we get in the field. It's amazing why you mentioned uh, drawing uh, at some point, but you know, it's amazing technology has really changed your ability to do your work, hasn't it? It has. Uh, over the years, my 30 some years with this agency, uh, I have seen a tremendous, uh, uh, the, the technology has been one of our main good tools uh, that we have used and has been very successful in us in prosecution and getting convictions on uh, some of our uh, violations that occur in our state. 
Well, look, we're running out of time. Um, I, we've we've talked about a lot of the important stuff, but we got more to talk about. So I'm gonna have you back in a few weeks. You're a terrific spokesman. It's it's no wonder to me that you were head of communications at some point because you're a terrific communicator. You're passionate about what you do. But it's been a pleasure to get to know you better, and I look forward to you being a regular on Super Talk Outdoors. Thank you all for having me. I appreciate it. And great. Just, just want to say one more thing. Just want to encourage our sportsmen as well as well as the general public. Make sure any report at all hunting violations, 1-800-BE-SMART. We definitely would like for you all to get those calls in to us. Thank you very much, Colonel Jerry Carter. Have a great day, and we'll see you next Monday. Thank you, sir. Talk Mississippi Media Production.